0: What's going on, everyone?
1: Welcome back to Beyond the Playground. We're ready here. Episode two, and we're going to start off with some NFL games from last week. Mm -hmm. So first up was the... um,
0: Bengals versus the
1: Chiefs. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, Very good game. And if we just recall, if anyone listened to last week's episode... um, I called the Bengals winning, and actually, before I changed my mind, I called the score too. I said, "27 <laughs> to 24," and I changed it, but I called it. So, if you bet on what I said, I'm yeah. just saying.
1: Uh, I guess so. It was definitely a, a great game for the Bengals and for the Chiefs. The Chiefs went up 21 to three in the first half. Um, some people say that they really the real reason they lost the game was because they instead of kicking a field goal, they had Patrick Mahomes. Uh, go for it on with a few seconds left in the first half. He missed, and um, yeah, that was definitely a, a big mistake for them because he missed it, and then they lost after having a win probability on ESPN of seventy eight point four percent. So that's a that's a pretty tough loss for the, the the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, but something I noticed while watching the game was the Chiefs had a very good first half, I'd say, and then they came back in the second half they were just, I i feel like they were terrible, I mean Mahomes was barely getting any protection like he was getting much less time he was, mm-hmm. making, he was making bad decisions, you could say and I think that just led to he just, them falling yeah, apart.
1: He just played a really poor half and it was really uh, really unfortunate for them because it was just he just could not find, they just could not find their groove again, I mean they went from scoring 21 points and a half and then they scored three. Mm-hmm. So, But Mahomes on the game still had almost 300 yards, 275 yards, three touchdowns. But a very un-Mahomes-like game is he threw two interceptions. One, I wouldn't really say was his fall in overtime. I think Tyreek Hill knocked the ball down and it went into the hands of the mm-hmm. Bengals defender. Yeah. But two interceptions from Mahomes is not something you see from the best quarterback in the league. So.
0: But what you do see usually for the Bengals is that game-winning field goal, which has been a very common theme for them this entire playoffs.
1: From ice-cold Evan McPherson, mm-hmm. he definitely um, has solidified himself as a as a star. For, uh, for Everyone loves him, so that's great. But Joe Burrow as well played a great game. Him and Mahomes played some pretty similar games. He got uh, 250 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception, which for someone like him, well... Every single game now, he progresses, and it's the biggest. Every game has been the biggest game of his career, going from the first round to the next round to the next round. It's pretty crazy how he's keeping his composure and playing this well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's pretty pretty great for them as that. And in the run game, the run game was definitely a little bit weaker this game than not expected. But Joe Mixon was pretty quiet. He had 21 carries for 88 yards. And the Chiefs were kind of just passing it around. They really can't, could, the Chiefs really can't find a groove in their running game with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They were giving it to uh, McKinnon, McKinnon a lot this game. He had 12 carries for 65 yards. Just not a great, not a great running game, um, which is something I thought the Bengals would utilize more against the Chiefs' defense, but they somehow still pulled it out in overtime.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when, uh, when the um, Chiefs got the coin toss in overtime, everyone thought it was over. I mean, mm-hmm. even Josh Allen... Tweeted something like I don't remember what it was exactly, but it's yeah. basically something saying Oh, the Bengals are gonna win." And uh, yeah, but I'm glad the um, I'm glad the Bengals pulled it off. I once again called a correct, predicted a right thing, unlike you who were hating on me. Right? I wasn't
1: hating. I said I still hit the the spread right mm-hmm. with the Bengals spread. I said the Bengals spread, and that obviously did hit. Um, but a little bit of a quieter game from the star rookie receiver in Jamar Chase. Uh, which was something really interesting. I thought that I, – I originally said that he would have to play a huge game for them to win, but mm-hmm. um, it was a really well-spread-out game, receiving game for the Chiefs. T. Higgins had a good game. He had a hundred over 100 yards. Um, Samandre P. Ryan had that one huge touchdown that really turned the game around for them, and um, something really interesting to note was just the fact that Tyreek Hill in the first half – Played such a great game. He was having seventy plus yards in the first half, and I think he might have had one or two catches in the second half. And it's just something that the Chiefs need their stars to shine in these moments like that. And when they go to when like someone like Mahomes is underplaying, someone like Tyree Kill is underplaying, um, it really shows how much they needed that. So um, yeah, really crazy how yeah. the
0: Chiefs couldn't pull this one out. And I think something I noticed with the Chiefs is they. They over they over guard the um the star receiver. So they focused on Jamar Chase, which led uh led to T Higgins getting a hundred three yards. And and like that's similar to the Bills game when um what, Gabriel Davis yeah. two touchdowns like two hundred or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. insane stats.
1: Yeah, like four touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Like someone when something they do is yeah, like you, you put too much their defense isn't the strongest. They put too much pressure on the star receiver like Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, and then it leaves these other guys wide open with a team with as much depth at the wide receiver position with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Joe Mixon being a pretty good receiving back. It's just it overwhelmed the Chiefs in the second half for sure.
0: Yep. So uh, following that game, it was the Niners versus the Rams game, which I did not predict correctly, and Neither I was did I. not I expecting was, the Rams to win. I mean, I was expecting they the won, yeah, but.
1: I was expecting the Rams to win. I think the Rams should have. I I think the Rams should have should definitely win. I I thought I've been thinking the whole season that the Rams should win a Super Bowl, especially with Odell Beckham and Von Miller coming along. Um, I just feel like they really have like a super team there. Um, But something interesting to note was another poor performance from Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. Um, This this throughout the whole playoffs, he really hasn't been playing too well. Um, He didn't play well in the game against the Packers at all. He definitely didn't play well um in this past game either. I mean, he didn't play horrible. He had uh 230 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. And the interception was at the end of the game, so it doesn't even really count like that. It was that a was, crucial interception though. Yeah, but, mean, it like it a, it fault, a, but it was like uh it was just so. a it was just it was right off the hands of the running back. But um they just could not. He just cannot find his groove, which is why I think I thought when they first made the playoffs, you know, if he can put him on a run here, then he'll be he'll stay in San Francisco. He'll be their guy for maybe another year or two. But I don't think that I think that this was his last game as the starting quarterback for the 49ers because he just cannot cannot find
0: his groove at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Matthew Stafford, on the other hand, he played really well. Yeah, he played three hundred thirty seven yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and I guess I mean just playing with Cooper Cub just has to make it easier when you have a wide receiver like yeah. that. Eleven receptions, 142 yards, two touchdowns. That's just insane stats from from him.
1: Yeah, and also on the other side, the um, the San Francisco receiver Debo Samuel. You have to feel awful for him because he had like such a phenomenal season this year, and um, for it to end the way it did. Like they had a chance on like the interception, but a lot of people are pointing to that inter- miss interception on the Forty ers but. You, there was plenty of too much. There was twelve plus minutes left. There was, I mean, ten minutes. I don't know, six minutes maybe. But everyone's putting so much blame on something like that when it's the whole game. Mm-hmm. That if Jimmy Garoppolo could have just played a better game, the Rams were not on their A game the whole game, and they could have definitely taken this one. Yeah. But and uh, yeah.
0: Another play that I that I was like happy to see do well in the Rams was Odell Beckham. I mean, nine receptions, one hundred thirteen yards. That's that's no one expected at the beginning of the season. For him to be in a situation like this when, you know, you're getting passes from Baker Mayfield on a really not great team. I mean, it's not a bad team. It's just the environment just didn't seem great. To The Rams, which is, like, pretty much a super team, with Matthew Stafford, who is a good quarterback. I just, I'm happy for him, you know? Yeah,
1: it's really nice to see Odell doing good again, especially because everyone was saying that he was done and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, but Cooper Cup really having that big of a game is why the Rams won, truly. I mean, for a receiver to have 142 yards two touchdowns it's just he's so reliable for Matthew Stafford he gets he's such a good route runner he um he he gets open and he just he really made the difference for this team this whole season really and especially in this game mm-hmm. and um so next up following those games we have um
0: we're gonna talk about Brady but Tom before Brady. we do that we're gonna take a little break so I can make sure I press record on my phone
1: Next up, rather, we're going to be talking about the GOAT Tom Brady retiring. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm not going to argue he's the GOAT.
1: So, yeah. Get so, uh, the though. main debate is is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time? Yes, obviously. I don't Next know. up is. What was that? I
0: have
1: no idea. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, Tom Brady is the GOAT. He retired. Um, There was a little bit of like the controversy, not controversy, but the Adam Schefter might have jumped the gun Mm -hmm. on that retirement, but it is confirmed. He posted about it on Instagram. I think he just wanted the Um, the buildup, you know? He wanted, yeah, he wanted the attention. Um, I really feel bad for Ben Roethlisberger in this situation because this was like his retirement year. Like they had that game; it was like everyone, it's Big Ben. Now all the attention is going to be on Brady. Gronk's probably going to retire too. Mm -hmm. It's just all this attention is going to be directed at them now. So pretty unfortunate for him, but um, what a career he really had. Um, from being yeah. like such an underdog. I mean, you could go on and talk about it for hours about what he has accomplished. But I mean, seven Super Bowls. He has more than any franchise. He was had a better. He had a better statistical career in his forties than in his twenties, which is just crazy. Cause, yeah, that's like LeBron. Yeah, like it's like our parents being out there doing this, which is just crazy. Yeah, they can't. And um, my parents could, but yeah, but so. Uh, Yeah, it's just crazy what he did. And um, moving on, continuing with Tom Brady, though, is the MVP for this season. Mm -hmm. So the two standout candidates, which is most likely who it could be, is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yep, that's who I uh, am. So uh, what do you think?
0: Well, I think it depends on if the NFL just wants to give it to Brady because it's his retiring year, or if they give it to someone who I think deserves it. And I think... I think Rodgers deserves it. I mean, the stats that he put up, and it is the regular season, so we're not going to count his playoff, which was like not great. But the stats he's put up: thirty-seven touchdowns, four interceptions. Like, that's just insane to me. Yeah. You know, I mean,
1: that and is, I think two of those were in the first game of the season yeah, as well, which is just crazy. He definitely deserves
0: it, definitely in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, I think that it was his last year. The NFL, it, we see stuff like that in the NBA where they give it to they, they want to give it to someone. And with the season he had, I think they give it to Tom Brady. Um, I think he deserves it, I think, for his last run. I mean, he had over 1,000 more yards than Aaron Rodgers with 5,300 yards. He had a significant amount of more touchdowns, 42 touchdowns. He did have 12 interceptions, but, I mean, what do you expect from a 44-year-old man out there? I think that Tom Brady had a great season. I think he had an MVP season. I think it was a great way for him to end his career, and I think he'll end his career on an MVP season.
0: I don't know. I mean, didn't, <laughs> didn't Rodgers, like... like And Rodgers won last year. Yeah, but didn't he, like, stub his finger midway through? I don't even think he played the full season. I remember him Rogers? missing a, a game or two. I'm pretty no, sure.
1: I don't think Rodgers missed any games. I,
0: I feel like he did. I could be wrong.
1: Oh, he missed one game I, to yeah, COVID.
0: Okay. Oh, is that? Well, yeah. still, he led his team to the first seed, okay? Yeah, like, but, uh, I mean, I, I just know. think
1: th- I think that Tom Brady still had a, I don't know. a better season. I just I think, think that...
0: I think the NFL is just going to suck up to Tom Brady. And yeah, give it to him.
1: no, it's not sucking up when he had a season like that. I mean, yeah. no other quarterback in the league put up 5,000 yards and 40-plus touchdowns. Derek Carr would have. Mac Jones would have, too, if he was 44. <laughs> but um, For sure. But, yeah, so I think Brady gets MVP. And well, a, a well-deserved MVP, not an NFL give-me-MVP.
0: We'll see. but No, with, Brady's going to get it. With Brady retiring, that kind of leaves the Bucks in a... Yeah. Not a great position. I mean, Brady retiring. If Gronk retires, no Gronk. Yeah. AB. Just AB's so gone. Three good players. And
1: Chris Godwin is mm, projected yeah. to leave. What is next for the Bucks? Do they rebuild? Is Kyle Trask the guy? I don't know. What do you, what do you think they do? Do you think they rebuild or they keep making these Super Bowl pushes?
0: I mean, without Tom Brady, I don't see how they can make a Super Bowl I push. Either. I mean, he's like, he's like the glue, you know? Yeah. Um, unless they get... Imagine they get Aaron Rodgers, though. Okay, that, no, that, would be, that would the be the craziest thing, I think. I would not say that coming. I
1: think that'd be the craziest, like, yeah. outcome to, mm-hmm. for Aaron Rodgers this season. I mean, we know he's leaving. I've seen him, Broncos. Um, like, Yeah, you see Broncos being thrown around a lot, maybe the 49ers. But it'd be absolutely insane if um Aaron Rodgers ended up on the Bucks to have the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, go through your teams. I mean, they're a Super Bowl contender. Any team yeah. could really be a Super Bowl contender with someone like Aaron Rodgers. So
0: And a good offensive line.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be crazy if Aaron Rodgers...
0: No, that's definitely something Aaron Rodgers would do. Go to where Brady left, win a Super Bowl, yeah. and then do what Brady didn't, although Brady did last... Yeah, which would be crazy. I would I love to be see surpri- I would If, if Rodgers went to the Bucks, won a Super Bowl, I would not be surprised if brady unretired just imagine brady
1: comes back and goes comes to the back, packers that would be so funny. that would be absolutely no, crazy I would, that that'd would, just be such a twist yeah. it's something that they would do too yeah um definitely. but so where do you think aaron Rodgers ends up
0: realistically i mean i've seen a lot of stuff saying broncos mm-hmm. um i don't I, I don't think he will honestly i don't know i, I well Devonte. davante is I think Devontae's going to the Raiders. Not mm-hmm. just because I'm a Raider fan. I'm just actually yeah. Yeah, I'm a I saw that fan. too.
1: That but I think Devontae going to, go to the, Raiders. the Raiders. It'd be a really good move for the yeah. Raiders too, yeah. to to um, really uh, fix that situation. You know, yeah. get another receiver back. Mm-hmm. Even though they do have a, a top receiver they in Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, they have Darren Waller
0: too. They have Zay Jones on the come up on the come up. And Zay Zay Jones. it just depends if Derek yes. Carr are like if he, if he's staying around. You know, he's a good quarterback. He's a really underrated quarterback. And with Devontae, I think we'll be a very, very good team. But if Derek Carr goes and we get someone else, then... Mm-hmm. I comes...
1: think Derek Carr will definitely stay. I hope so. But um, where I think that they'll end up is... I'm going to say I have... I really want to see Aaron Rodgers play for the Buccaneers next year just because of how crazy something like that would be. Mm-hmm. Now that it's confirmed, they don't have another quarterback in the Bucks. I mean, Kyle Trask, is he the guy? I mean, who knows? No, no, so <laughs> but I think he ends up on the Broncos. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but... I don't know why that was even the main thought, but after how much I've seen about it, how much I've read about it, how much mm-hmm. I've heard about it, it doesn't—I can't get it out of my
0: head—that yeah.
1: both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae will end up on the Broncos, and that th- big. they're going—they mm. go to the—they go to the Super Bowl with that. I mean, yeah, yeah probably. Well, actually, they go to the NFC, the AFC Championship, and then they lose. But it's just—I think that's where I think that's where that would that mm-hmm. would end up there. So moving along though mm-hmm. from Brady Rodgers and the MVP talk and all that. Next up, we have the Rookie of the Year conversation. Mm-hmm. And now, I'm sorry for see- those
0: people who are uh, not watching, but I'm just going to show who should be the Rookie of the Year real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, you
1: can explain what I'm doing. He is uh, currently hitting the gritty in the background, if you uh, are, are, are just listening. And... Um, I completely disagree, because on the other hand, if you're watching, mm-hmm. I'll show you who is going to be the rookie of the year here. Right, I'll give you a
0: play-by-play on what he's doing. <laughs> Standing up, getting up, wearing a Mac Jones jersey. Turns around to show the Mac Jones jersey. Puts the hood on for no reason. All right, and he's coming back. It is going to be Mac Jones.
1: Mm, this year's Rookie I don't of the think Year. So. Rookie of the Year is a quarterback award. It's an award they love to give to quarterbacks. Mac Jones, finally someone fun on the Patriots, to, 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 a, a draft pick, like, something I haven't been able to see since I became a fan. It's I'm excited. Jamar Chase is the future of the NFL. Yep. Like, look at it that way. Yeah.
0: 1,400
1: yards, 13 touchdowns. Exactly. I don't care.
0: You're making my point. I don't you.
1: care. Mac Jones has more yards than him (laughs) and (laughs) more touchdowns than him no yeah but um i have mac jones uh he uh he came into a a team that looked like they would have to go through a whole rebuild process he came into the best coach in the nfl history and i mean look what happened everyone's like whoa cut cam newton it's mac jones he is the man he's the guy he's sexy it's mac jones and i have him winning the rookie of the year
0: I mean, I think it's just an unfair advantage to Mac Jones for being a quarterback. I think it's the most yeah. important position on the field. And I think, like, that's the only way he would probably win over Jamar. But I still think Jamar is going to win with everything he's been doing. And, I mean, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah,
1: I mean, Jamar Chase is unbelievable. And I really like Jamar Chase. And if it was any other circumstance where it wasn't the quarterback of my team, I would be taking Jamar Chase. But I I just think it's going to be Mac Jones. He's the guy. He's the future of the NFL.
0: He's, I think at the end of the day, uh, one of them's in the Super Bowl and one is not.
1: Well, the Super Bowl is just uh, a team effort, and it's um, Joe Burrow's effort. Joe Bur- <laughs> and that's why we will be moving on now after Mac Jones' Rookie of the Year is announced. They will be announcing the Offensive Player – of oh. or no, sorry, defensive, player, uh, defensive Rookie of the Year.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have much to say for this one. Uh, I, um, I, I, I really like agree. Pat Sertain. I really like Pat Sertain, and I've liked him, I don't know why he was the second cornerback picked. I really like Pat Sertain. But it's just, Micah Parsons played, and if you play a season where you can be talked about for the Defensive Player of the Year, Mm -hmm. I don't see how you don't win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, he had 13 sacks, and he just, he's unbelievable. And he really brought that Dallas Cowboys defense together. I mean, what a turnaround season they had, they got Dak Prescott back. So I I have Michael Parsons winning Defensive Rookie of the Year.
0: Yeah, as much as I'd love to debate with you, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree. I mean the stats that he put up, they're very good, especially for a rookie. They're good overall too. Um, But yeah, I I just I see him winning, and I don't see much Mm -hmm. much argument over it. Yep.
1: And then next up we have the Coach of the Year awards. Um, What do you think for you?
0: Well, I'm gonna start with an honorary mention. I might be biased, but I'm gonna go with. Oh, I'm not gonna pronounce this correctly. It's, it's, it's the interim coach of the Raiders, uh, Rich Bisaccia. I don't know if I pronounce that correctly. I
1: think I'll have an I'll have an honorable mention as well before we get into our actual prediction. <laughs> um, from a team that was below 500 for the first time ever without. A quarterback like Tom Brady, everyone is saying like, oh, Tom Brady was the guy. It was Tom Brady. It wasn't Bill Belichick's coaching. It was to Tom turn Brady. this team around, they didn't have a wide receiver this year. That was really a true wide receiver one. They didn't have much. He put together a defense. He picked up all these players with Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, Matt Judone. And I feel like Bill Belichick definitely has a chance to win coach of the year. I mean, he had a great, he had a great season for this team. He brought someone like Mac Jones, who was like the fifth or sixth quarterback picked, um, and he brought him up. He had him start the first game to the. He started every game, um, and they he had a. They had such a great season. So an honorary mention to Bill Belichick. But
0: I just, I mean, back to my honorary mention. I just think like, oh, I cannot pronounce this. Asaccia Mr. Rich Mr. Rich. we'll call him Mr. Rich. I think the way he turned around the Raiders at the end of the season after everything that happened with Henry Ruggs, John Gruden, some other other players like giving death threats and whatever getting well. cut. crazy crazy season for the Raiders, but like you know' that's, it's the Raiders. What do you expect? Yeah the way he was able to turn it around in the last like four or five games of the season and make the playoffs after like like they started off well at the beginning of the season and then as the season went on it kind of fell apart with everything else falling apart. And they picked it back up. And I just think he de- definitely deserves something. Deserves I don't know why they didn't something.
1: keep him. I mean, I for what he did, Like, if you think about where the Raiders were mm-hmm. when he became the coach, I mean, with everything that happened and like all the Raiders players, like Derek Carr, he liked John Gruden a lot. Mm-hmm. And to pick them up and bring them to the playoffs is absolutely crazy. Yeah. But uh, So who do you think takes the award, though, as coach of the season? The year? As
0: coach of the season, I'm going to go with Zach Taylor. Um, I just think... He, you know, like uh, yeah. Leading, I mean, leading the Bengals. It's crazy
1: what what's happened with the Bengals. I mean, they were what two and 12, uh, two and two and fourteen, four and eleven, four eleven and one. I mean, to go from that to where they are now is absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. Everyone doubted them too, mm-hmm. like taking Jamar over Sewell. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Zach Taylor. What do you think?
1: Um, so the only reason though I take against Zach Taylor is because I feel like. We see him in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl. Now we're like, wow. But you have to think that it's a regular season award. So if I'm saying if they lost in the first round and everyone is quiet about the Bengals, someone like Cliff Kingsburg, who I am taking to win this year's Coach of the Year, what he was able to do with the Cardinals. They had the hot start. They were six and zero, eight and zero. I forget exactly what they were. Um, to bring them from, they were nothing just a few years ago when they had the first pick and took Kyler Murray. He still brought this team together and they had a great season they fell apart a little bit at the end but you know they were struggling through injuries kyler murray missed a significant amount of games deandre hopkins missed a ton of games and he was still able to bring them to the playoffs and then they lost to the super bowl um Bears. super, super bowl the super bowl people competitive competing team yeah. in the rams so i think he ha- i think he had a great season i think he'll win coach of the year to
0: be to be fair to your point he is in probably one of the hardest yeah. divisions in the league uh, with the Rams, Niners, and well, Seahawks. But, you know, the Seahawks honestly aren't even, like, terrible. Yeah. Compared to other bad Yeah, it's crazy. Teams. That, that division is absolutely crazy. Yeah, and, like, the only other t- the division that's kind of like that, I'd say, is the AFC West. You know, mm-hmm. the Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, yeah. Broncos, you know. The West is just dangerous for yeah, football. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm just saying, Raiders are on the come up. I'm just saying. All right, well, the Patriots
1: yeah, are already I, on top, so I don't even have to argue about that. Yeah. but no. I, still think, I, I still think
0: Zay jo- or not, Zay, Zay Z- Zach Taylor. I still think Zach Taylor is going to win mm-hmm. and when the Bengals win the Super Bowl
1: too. I really hope the Bengals win the Super Bowl, but that'll be a topic for next week. We're such a bad LA citizens. Yeah, we really are. Mm-hmm. But I'm, we're not LA. We're not an LA Rams fan. No. I cannot. I don't. I don't want to see a Super Team
0: win the Super Bowl. But that'll be a topic for I next see time. All my friends cry at school.
1: Yeah, that's true. Next up, we have um, comeback player of the year. Um, so what do you think? Who do you think is winning?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Joe uh, Joe, 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 Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, <laughs> definitely, after what happened last season. The <clears throat> way he's performed this season is just, is really amazing. Like, coming back from it, really bad injury, what was it, ACL and ACL MCL tear. and Tearing your ACL and MCL is crazy. I don't know how you can come back and be, yeah like, with the way he's playing. And I just think, like is the definition of comeback player you know he came yeah. back and he played really well so.
1: yeah especially for being a second year quarterback like mm-hmm. this is technically his like almost his rookie year it's like yeah. a little bit more and to play the way he did was insane but i also think someone who had a better season who is just getting covered up because of recency biased is dak prescott i think they'll give the award to joe burrow just so my prediction will be right. But I think someone who deserves it is really Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm, that's uh, fair. I mean, he you saw his ankle. His ankle was sticking out. And they the Cowboys had a horrible season without him. They're clearly both of these teams were clearly nothing without these quarterbacks. But the Bengals also did add someone like Jamar Chase and stuff like that. The da, the Pre, sorry. The Cowboys really didn't add anyone except getting him back and someone like Micah Parsons, obviously. But he put up Less yards. Joe Burrow put up 4,600 yards when Dak put up 4,400 yards. Joe Burrow put up 34 touchdowns. Dak Prescott put up 37 touchdowns. Joe Burrow had 14 interceptions. Dak Prescott had um, only 10 interceptions. Joe Burrow's QBR is 54.2, and Dak Prescott's 54.5. I think he had a better season Mm -hmm. than Joe Burrow did, but it's getting covered up by the fact that Joe Burrow's younger, and he got someone like Jamar Chase. So I think that Dak Prescott deserves the award, but... I think they gave it to Joe Burrow.
0: I agree. Uh, moving on from that, well, we have defensive player of the year? Yeah. Okay, so for this, uh, I'm, I'm going with TJ Watt. Obviously, he's amazing. Yeah. You know, 48, I'm assuming that's solo tackles, 22.5 uh, sacks, five forced fumbles, but you know, zero interceptions, which is kind of disappointing.
1: <laughs> from, a, from an edge rusher? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. <laughs>
0: but um, the only reason that, uh, I mean, obviously, it's TJ Watt, and I think Donald's not getting enough love because he makes such a big impact, but I feel like he's kind of being over – not overshadowed, but it's hard when you're to, like, be a defensive player of the year when you also have a secondary like the Rams have, if that makes sense. like when you have, The rest of the defense that the Rams has, yeah, it's just a it's super so defense, good.
1: yeah, with, so like, yeah. Jalen Ramsey and Vaughn Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think T.J. Watt wins it. He tied Michael Strahan's sack record. He, just, he had an unbelievable season, but someone else who had an unbelievable season – but it is less than T.J. Watt. It's someone like Miles Garrett, 33 solo tackles, 16 sacks, one fourth fumble. That defense is not stacked like some of these other defenses are. And so he had a, truly had a great season as well. But I don't, I don't see – there's no one else to give it to besides T.J. Watt. He played mm-hmm. unbelievable this season. Yeah. And I also think he should have won it last year too. Mm-hmm. But this year is definitely his year to win it.
0: Mm-hmm. So what do we have next? we have offensive,
1: uh, offensive, oh, offensive player of the year?
0: Yeah. Well – I know. Last week, I said he's one of my favorite players in the league. I'm gonna go with him. I think Cooper Cup is gonna win. I mean, just such a good player, so talented. He's one of the main reason the Rams are the playing the way they were. I mean, I feel like something they could say. I think it goes to him no matter what mm-hmm. I say. But I think that people could say you know that he has Stafford. That's that's the difference. But honestly, I think any quarterback, any NFL quarterback, could. Play. Like, Cooper Cup could play under any... Like, I could be wrong. Stafford is a good quarterback, but I think it goes to Cup.
1: Yeah. The only reason I don't like Cup as the first pick is because he didn't play this way with Jared Goff. He's been in the league since, what, 2017? or Yeah, mm-hmm. I think 2017 or maybe 2019. I don't remember. No, 2017. And this definitely was his breakout season, clearly. I mean, he's going to be the best receiver in the league next year, I think, uh, with all the nonsense with Devontae Adams and stuff. So he's definitely... Um, one of the best receivers in the league and he definitely had an insane insane season but someone i like more is Jonathan Taylor. Um he had in his second season and with nothing much that's changed, he plays behind one of the best O-lines in the league. But I mean in fantasy, i i had him and um uh, every week it was like, "Oh, Jonathan Taylor another 25-point game." He had 1800 yards and uh 1,800 yards, 18 touchdowns. He's averaging 5.5 yards per carry. Like That means when they're running it up the middle on third and one every time with him, he's still averaging 5.5 yards, which is just crazy to have for someone like him in his second year. Um, But someone else who obviously is not going to win and that I think would have won for, I think, a third year in a row is Derrick Henry. I mean, he was on pace to have—he played less than half the season. Oh, no. He played a little more than half the season. And he was putting up. He put up almost a thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Um, he is so good, mm-hmm. and I really hope that he can come back next year and keep playing the way he did. But I mean, I don't know how you come back from an injury like that.
0: Yeah, I with mean, all that
1: weight going down that foot.
0: In the yeah, in the playoff game, you know, he didn't. He did fine for his first he game back. He didn't shine. Not much you can expect. I mean, That's I like, don't
1: know what to expect. He had metal plates yeah. in his foot. It's like so.
0: Clay's first game back from injury yeah. too. But I mean. No, nah, never mind. Clay posterized the guy in one of his first games back. Well, I so I, you can't really compare. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think if if hadn't played the entire season, I think he would have definitely won. Yeah. Just, like, by doing the math and just adding, like, doubling his stats and, like, taking a bit away because he played one more than half or... Yeah, no, if you he, take a little bit yeah, away and it's just... It's pretty much the same but a bit better than JT. And I hope he's back in full force next year. I want to see him do well again. And uh, I know that I should take him in fantasy over someone named Christian McCaffrey because we're going to talk about
1: the fantasy busts of the year. Mm, yeah. So, so um, without even looking at stats, I know who I want to take. Me too. Uh, fantasy busts of the year. My top three fantasy busts this year, Just I just started thinking about this now, mm-hmm. is Allen Robinson as the wide receiver bust. My running back bust, 100% Saquon Barkley. I don't care what happened to McCaffrey. Every game he played, he put up 20 plus points. So I don't have McCaffrey being the fantasy bust of the year, Uh, even though I picked him first in my league, which is a regret. But it's okay because I got Jonathan Taylor as well. But um, so I have Allen Robinson, Saquon Barkley, and then my quarterback bust of the year is Ryan Tannehill. Um, We saw you saw him bust in the, the playoffs. He busted the whole season. He was supposed to be legit. He's not legit. He's still a Dolphins quarterback. He's not good. What do you have? Yeah,
0: I mean, okay. Well, in a different league, not the one where you took CMC, is this was like my first mania of playing fantasy football, so I had to like learn everything. I did a lot of research, and I was like, all right, I got first pick. I know what I'm taking. I took CMC. He's a lock first pick. The he first me. game of the season, I destroyed everyone. CMC put up like 28 or something. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be too easy. But then there's Allen Robinson, who I also got. Who put up like, <laughs> I think he put up like 4.6 points. I don't like. I don't think he put up more than. I don't think I don't he, think he up had up bigger than points, 10 than points. Once. Yeah. He had it once, maybe. He, like, I don't understand. I, I, was like, all right, I got him and CMC. We're looking great. And in the beginning of the season too, I had trade offers for like good trade offers with Allen Robinson involved, and it was just, it was just so bad. And yeah, so those two, CMC and Allen Robinson, who I both had on my team, are definitely top two fantasy busts.
1: Who do you have for quarterback bust?
0: I don't know. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> uh, I, I, had, I had Herbert on my team, so I didn't really have to worry about my quarterback busting mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, I'm at a bust different... Uh, no. uh, <laughs> oh, Herbert. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, Quarterback bust. I'll just... I'll fall on your foot. No. See, I don't know. Uh, uh, who, who's a trash quarterback? So,
1: horrible year from Ben DiNucci this year. Unbelievable. He couldn't even get on a team. No. I feel, um, like, I feel
0: like Garoppolo probably did terrible in fantasy. Probably. Yeah. He just sucks. He's not yeah, good. He's just bad in general. Um,
1: so then, my fantasy MVPs of this season, including playoffs, uh, I'll include the playoffs just for fun. Well, I would say so playoffs. So. My fantasy MVP, including the playoffs.
0: Like fantasy playoffs or no, NFL in- playoffs?
1: NFL playoffs. Oh, okay, 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 Is still Jonathan Taylor at running back, Cooper Cup at wide receiver, and at quarterback, I'm going to say Tom Brady just because. He wasn't supposed to have a good season and um, he just he was a late pick and he had such a good uh, fantasy season but my quarterback actually that I want to take actually instead of Brady Josh Allen oh, my yeah. fantasy quarterback as wow. much as I do not like the bills I was uh, very happy that I picked Josh Allen he had a great fantasy season
0: yeah so for my MVPs I'm gonna I'm gonna like combine an MVP with a bust so for my quarterback Herbert who mm-hmm. he played really well oh my croc just went away um herbert for my wide receiver i'm going beginning of the season mike williams because just beginning of the what season what a sleeper pick yeah beginning of the season mike williams put up like 20 20 plus like 30 plus consistently <laughs> stuff like that and then he went into it like then i'd probably say him as a bust too with Allen Robinson at the end he just i don't know what happened he just did he not play it well down yeah at a, oh, so then that's, that's you need a running back i need a running back. Um, I, yeah, I'd probably Jonathan go to Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, there's no, he just had such a great season. Jonathan Taylor or pre-injury Derek Henry. Derrick Henry, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the- yeah, that's fair. So uh, that's enough of players and all that type of stuff. Do you want to talk about some coaches and yeah, coach so hirings?
1: Yeah, so coach hirings have been happening a lot mm-hmm. recently. And um, so we saw the – there was the whole – first let's start off with the whole blind Brian Floor situation. Right,
0: so from what I read, saw, listened to, basically, there was the – he was. Oh, I'm forgetting the team. Was it the Giants? He was interviewing for. Yeah, that or, was ridiculous. No, basically the, <laughs> the text with Bill Belichick. Yeah, that right? was a.
1: Uh, that's such a Bill Belichick thing to do. I feel yeah, like text like, the like, wrong oh, guy. Oh, like my this guy. <laughs> uh, so I guess he hadn't even interviewed yet, and then Bill Belichick yeah. texted him like, "Congrats on getting the job." What an idiot yeah. Bill Belichick is. It's okay. He's the what best quarterback cor- coach of all time. But what an interesting little mistake, and then the whole thing with them being racist, and he's suing them, yeah, and, and then getting offered money to lose games. I mean, that's also horrible the, look uh, for the Dolphins.
0: That's what the uh, what's his name, Hugh Hugh Jackson, the Browns, who yeah. like also got offered money. I don't know why I get him confused at Hugh, But they
1: also Hugh lost Jackson. games, but yeah, so. <laughs> but um. Brian Flores situation is definitely interesting.
0: Yeah, because like Brian Flores, he's suing the NFL, and that makes it very awkward for him to get a job with yeah. the NFL team. But I I. I feel like the option has to be open somewhere. Yeah, I
1: mean, he's a great coach. So whatever team gets him is going to be very fortunate. Mm -hmm. But another great coach that was hired, which I think is very crucial for this team, is the Jacksonville Jaguars hiring Doug Peterson. Um, I feel like that he was a phenomenal coach. He took them to the Super Bowl. uh, Not the Jaguars. He took the um, Eagles to the Super Bowl, and he's a phenomenal coach. I think they just had to move on from him. Um, they weren't having the best time. They weren't. It was just just wasn't the best relationship. So they had to move on. Yeah. But um, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, I think that this is huge for them, especially coming off of this nonsense of the past season they've had with it Urban was, Meyer. Yeah. I think that Doug Peterson can really turn this team around. Um, I feel like if Doug Peterson was the coach this past year. He, there would have been a lot of different things happening, mm-hmm. especially with like drafting someone like Travis Etienne. I think they would have made a better decision there. I think that. This is a huge hiring for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they should be really happy about their future with Trevor Lawrence and now Doug Peterson.
0: I think I think the Jaguars are going to the playoffs this year. No, no, I'm serious. Okay, thinking about it. In the last, in the last game of the season, Urban Meyer was no longer the coach, right? In their last game. Uh-huh. Right? Okay, last game. They play the Colts. They get the Colts out of the playoffs. The way Trevor Lawrence played is something you want to look forward to next season. I think if the Jaguars can work on their offensive line, their defense, I think they're making the playoffs, and you know what? I think they, I think, I think they'll be able to okay. pull some. Strings. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Let me read something to you right now. Yeah. Let me read you their depth chart. Yeah. Quarterback Justin um, Justin Herbert, quarterback yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Okay, he's a uh, he's looking really he's looking like he could be he good. Could be now. good. He's he's, like he could be, a be a good. A bust. I don't he's not a, a bust. bust. He was meant to be the first pick. Maybe it should have been Mac Jones, but he's meant to be the first pick. James Robinson and Travis Etienne. Okay, maybe they have a little bit of good stuff going on there. That's it. Wide receiver one, DJ Chark Jr. Wide receiver two, Laviska Shenault Jr. Wide receiver three, Jaden McKinnons. McKinnon. I didn't even know who that was before okay, I looked this but up. This
0: is this. There's team now. Uh, they have the draft. They have the offseason. season. Laquavon Treadwell,
1: play. Jamal Agnew. All right, all right. Here, I here, only here. know Jamal Agnew because he had his hundred-yard. I got it. I got it. Tight end, Don, Dan Arnold. That that's let's, my that's the that's let's a make grandpa a name. Okay, let's make a bet. So <laughs> we're
0: gonna. We're, Okay, I don't I,
1: even know a single player on this defense besides Josh Allen.
0: <laughs> hopefully we're still – we're, we're going to still be doing this podcast by next year. We will. Obviously. We're going to be huge then. So, yeah. On the come up. So I'll we'll make have a, a bet we'll with you.
1: A, we'll have a – what's it called by then? now? A studio. A studio. <laughs> studio.
0: Yeah. I'll bet. If the Jaguars do not make the playoffs next year, you can crack four eggs on my head.
1: Okay. But if Staying they on. do make the playoffs, then you can crack a whole carton on my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> great, great deal. Great deal. So, yeah, that's that's a good... I don't, think that, I don't think that free safety or strong safety Andre Cisco is going to be taking them to the playoffs. I didn't even know half these players before. I looked at this right now. Because you're
0: not a Jaguar fan like me. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Horrible take. Real quick, going back to the Brian Flores thing. CJ Beathard is the backup quarterback. Maybe that's something interesting. Bro, yeah. I, they're going to make it.
1: All care. right, but back to the coaches. Yeah,
0: so something I was... I was listening to something... And um, basically, there's nine head coach openings, slot things, things, slots open. Openings. Six out of the nine have been filled up by white coaches, leaving three remaining. And with everything going on, it's going to look really bad for the NFL to not... Okay, it's like a, it's like a double. Are you saying
1: that like to not hire Ryan Flores?
0: No, no, not him specifically. Because he's
1: a hundred percent. He's going to get hired. He's a great coach.
0: I see that the problem is
1: unless he decides not to. I mean, he's a great. I think. I mean, he. Did you see what he did to Miami? I mean, they were horrible, and then he takes them to two winning seasons.
0: I'm not. I'm not getting political or anything. This is just like a point of view, right? So like, if they don't hire a black coach, any NFL team with the three slots remaining, I'm pretty sure it's going to look bad on them. Yeah. But then also, it's going to be the the, like, judgment of, oh, you only did it to look, like, yeah. politically correct, or, like, you know, whatever, whatever. So it's, like, it, it puts the NFL in a really bad spot, but that's because that's what they've done to themselves over the year, and you know, I've seen stories of um, general managers hiring mm-hmm. black coaches and wanting to bust to make them be able to fire them, you know, look yeah. like that, and I've seen that, and that's just, that's just something the NFL needs to work on, because when you compare it to the NBA, mm-hmm. who are very progressive, you know, they're totally different, yeah. and that's just something the NFL needs to realize and try to handle yeah. before it gets too late. Yeah, but Brian Flores will get hired. I don't
1: but know. But moving yeah. on now to the next coach, something that affects both of us, actually, which is kind of fortunate hey, for this, Josh. is Josh. the new Raiders head coach, former Patriots offensive coordinator, took them to a bunch of Super Bowls, Josh McDaniels. Yep. What do you think? What do you do? What do, you, do you like it or no?
0: Well, I like it. I think I think it depends. You know, it's very iffy on how it could go. It can either go really well where it can go really bad, I think, I don't know if I, like, feel, like, I feel like if we kept Rich, oh, no, Mr. Rich. If we kept Mr. Rich, I don't want to I think they, should have, catch me. I yeah, think they exactly. should have catched him. Yeah, exactly. If we Mitch. kept him, I feel like we would have been really good, too. But the way to see how he uh, man, uh, coaches, I mean, he, he has learned from, you know, you say, one of the go best check, coaches of all yeah. time, right? So if he can take that and mm. apply that to the Raiders I think that it's great but if he you know doesn't do well then it's not going to do yeah well.
1: so looking at it from a Patriots fan standpoint <clears throat> Josh McDaniels I can't hate on him cuz he's taken us to I mean I mean he hasn't but he's been a part of so many Super Bowl runs he really helped Tom Brady he he's had some great play prey calling you could say um I definitely didn't want him to be the offensive coordinator anymore I think we need a new start now with a new one which I'm really happy about with Mac Jones now being our quarterback, this guy for the last – it's been like seven years, I feel like, of him like almost getting a coaching spot and then just becoming the offensive – just staying as the Patriots offensive coordinator. So I don't think he'll be a great coach. But I think it was definitely a – it's definitely a good fit for the Raiders. But I, th- I just think they should have stayed with Rich, and I, mm-hmm. I'm just glad to see McDaniels out.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have on NFL. Yeah. We are going to take a little break, and then we'll talk about some NBA – trade deadline action so we'll we'll see you then we'll be back okay well we're back with uh we just with some sad information that our my phone stopped recording midway through so our video so there's no video this week is out but next week
1: next week there'll be a video Mm -hmm. so um reporting so a Virginia man wins $52,000 and $80,000 lottery prizes two just two months apart crazy That's, and that is
0: so random
1: um <laughs> so ra-
0: <laughs> we, we out here talking about sports and you just come up with that so
1: yeah also james harden uh, the well, trade james harden ben simmons there, is it there, gonna was, happen?
0: there was some speculation that harden would be going to the 76ers there's some interest in him but as we are filming this we or as we are currently recording this we he just there was came a, out yeah there's a steve nash definitively said no or we said, he said, yeah, that they wouldn't trade.
1: Yeah, so it's not happening. But Harden is still reported to be frustrated that he was the guy that was being questioned for trading. Oh, um,
0: that dog is going off. Yeah,
1: I know. That dog will not stop. Like so Harden definitely is frustrated about that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that and other NBA news. Say other, other
0: NBA news is the... Um, uh, well, LeBron's been hurt. He's coming back. Hopefully, I mean, I want to see the Lakers. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I want to see the I want to see the Lakers start doing well. But something I just like that came to mind is the All Star game. How Lamelo was not in it. That is just so much no. disrespect to him. And Miles Bridges. How Miles Bridges was not in it too is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, some uh some other stats we're gonna go over real quick. Uh, there is a Joel Embiid some... now
1: leads the MVP race. Uh, after I said last week that he wasn't going to get it. So that's nice to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you know, some other stats we could go over is, uh, you know, this week I was supposed to take a crucial math quiz, um, you know, but the uh, health and safety protocols, they brought me out.
1: You know, So Luke was marked out of the math test. Uh-huh. The-, the math Euro, Euro test, test Euro What test. else
0: did you miss? Ooh, the Pop English quiz. That one saved me, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
1: Luke was marked out. Yeah. He missed those. The, on the other hand, though, for me, I um, was a part of those. You definitely performed. I had a pretty good performance. My mm-hmm. best performance of the year on the, the Rational Functions quiz, Ooh. I got a 94 out of 100. That's a good. That's some good stats Very right there. good stat. First mm-hmm. time in my career that I've started a semester with an A. So wow, wow. Great
0: to see. I hope, I'm taking that quiz tomorrow, so I'm going to hope um, I can uh, replicate your yeah, next nice performance. And and uh, f- other stats
1: field. for me, the Euro grade is above 100. I mean, I don't know how that happens, but the Euro grade is above 100 My for My Euro
0: grade is very close, but it's not above 100. But, you know, maybe after so, this So, you test, know,
1: the stats are looking great. Mm-hmm. My Chinese is at an all-time low as a 93, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's My okay. My Chinese is
0: at an all-time high.
1: And uh, we both are doing bad
0: in English. Yeah, well, English, <laughs> so, you, know, uh, you know, we're going to We're on the come-up. We're on the come-up. We're on the come-up. It's
1: Frankenstein. He's a fraud. Frankenstein's a fraud. Mm, but. Moving on from the NBA uh, stats, our school stats
0: uh, okay. we have some, I don't even know how to describe it, some very saddening some very football to talk about. Not
1: saddening, some very unfortunate. Disgusting. No, it's just, dis- okay, just Disgu- got disturbing. Just
0: dis- disappointing. Disturbing okay, we'll, we'll, news we'll to talk
1: about. Just dis-
0: dis- disappointing.
1: So, just a quick backstory. Um... Hundred twenty dollars on the Manchester United website it was spent uh, a few months back. On yeah. yeah, um, with the credit card of Holly that belongs to Holly Feller.
0: Oh, just just outing your mom's name like that. Um, yeah.
1: So, what was, what
0: was the credit card number? Just saying you uh,
1: <laughs> Three four. <laughs> uh, no, so so, funny. so uh, some unfortunate news was that I did purchase a Mason Greenwood jersey, and now um, Mason Greenwood is in jail.
0: Well, back then it was a great purchase. You know, it was United. he was, was United Starboy. Best youngster in the Premier League. It was League.
1: before Ronaldo came.
0: Yeah, he was he was he was popping off. He was he was living. Life. He, was he was the a guy. I didn't want to be that basic Bruno that Fernandez guy.
1: guy. Yeah, I didn't want that Rash. I I, I, wanted, mean, I got a Harry
0: Maguire jersey, and I'm kind of regretting that every day. But
1: yeah, well, he sucks. But he's not actually that bad. He's all no, right. But uh, so basically, what happened? So you Mason. So there was videos that surfaced the internet. From Mason Greenwood's girlfriend and it was like these videos of her with like blood in her face and mm-hmm. bruises. Mm-hmm. Kinda looks vi- like me right now, but there's no video. Y- yeah. <laughs> well, actually that's <laughs> from not from that was from another woman in your life. No. So uh but yo, yo, yo. he um so he uh Assaulted and raped his girlfriend, there was videos of what he was saying. He was, he was he was like was not good. He
0: was like don't say it. Don't say it. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it uh, was bad. Basically it's really bad. He's in jail. He joined Prison F C along, you know, uh yeah. Benjamin Mendy, some him other players. And, um, yeah, him and Henry Ruggs. In. <laughs> Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, John Gruden.
1: He joined the Raiders in prison. Basically. But yeah, very bad. But uh United did say send back my jersey. So Yeah, as a United fan that.
0: I feel as a United fan. I'm like disappointed that we're losing a good player, but I'm also so disgusted that he is that type of guy. And yeah. you know, the way he—I pl- I feel like this could be totally random. Maybe it's just you know the way he plays, kind of g- gives off those vibes. No, it's like he's so selfish. What? You can see it on the field. What? No, I know, I know. Obviously, I, there's uh, no connection. But, um, but the yeah. way he plays is—I so-
1: really, it just sucks because I really liked him. I really was like looking up to him. Yeah. I was like, this is the guy. Yeah, he was so my a like, Future young, like this is the youngster. I was like, better than Phil Foden, better than, this, mm-hmm. and better mm-hmm. than. And but, um, yeah, very unfortunate. But yeah. other news, is Barcelona back?
0: I say... I mean, I can't judge off one game, but they did play Atletico Madrid today, and they popped off. I mean, 4-2 with all like their new players coming in and doing really well. I mean, I know Adama Traore had an assist. Oh, Jordi Alba had an absolute banger of a goal. Danny Alves scored. I'm forgetting who scored the fourth one. Uh, it might have been Torres. I, I, You know, I'm just going to look it up real quick because... As they, like, I, I like Barcelona as a team, you know. I like the way they play when Messi was there with Messi, Neymar, Suarez. So you know. Great team. And I've always just kind of, even though I'm a United fan, I've kind of, like, kept, like, liked, you know. Uh, oh, Arejo, their defender score. I, I can't pronounce it, but, or I did. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Barcelona, and I want to see them do well in this, like, short period of them, you know, in their slump. Without Messi. Messi left, and it just all kind of fell apart with, you know, their president committing, like, Fraud or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think there's a very bright future for them. I don't know how they pulled off everything in this transfer window if they were practically broke, but, you know, they did. And uh, I think there's a lot to look forward to in that yeah. team.
1: And um, one more and NBA news that just actually came out while we were talking about this was that the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are looking like a team that could come out of the East on top, mm. are acquiring um, Karis LeVert in a trade... Which is just huge for them now that... um <clears throat> with he'll play alongside like Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, mm-hmm. um, with Colin Sexton out, Ricky Rubio. I guess he was he's not a much of a factor, but he's out yeah, yeah. for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is huge for the Cavaliers. I think that this is a piece they could make a playoff, a really big playoff push with, which yeah. is really going to be great and for them.
0: That was reported by ESPN representative Tyler Shooter. Yeah, who got his information from
1: Woj. From Woj, and Woj is never wrong. This is Everybody. not like some Adam Schechter, <laughs> yeah, Tom exactly. Brady retiring nonsense here. Exactly.
0: But uh, yeah, so.
1: That's all I think we have for today. Mm-hmm. Um, not much on the NHL as it's All Star Weekend, yeah. but we did see some pretty crazy things from like Trevor Zegras. But that's about all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, think that's
0: I think that's all we have for this week. We will next We'll be back with the episode hopefully before the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll have a big we'll
1: have a big Super Bowl mm-hmm. episode next week. And we'll then talk, after We'll have a Super yeah, Bowl we'll episode Super talking Bowl about after, that. So.
0: so uh yeah, we'll we'll look forward to that and uh, hope you guys like this episode. If you made we'll, it to
1: the end. Thank you very much for watching mm-hmm. and or listening, because of bad. course our thing. Right. So thank you guys so much for listening, mm-hmm. and um, we'll see you in the next one. This is Beyond the Playground, episode two, and we'll see you that is week. all we have. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs>